Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Back Builders podcast. I am um, going to make this episode kind of quick. I know I always say that because I'm pretty limited on time these days, but um, for a couple of reasons. One, I have lots of studying I got to do today, and two, uh, there's like people doing yard work outside of my house, so I don't know if you're going to be able to hear. I doubt it with the denoiser, but anyways... On ancestral veneration and why it's important. Why is it important to venerate, to honor, to appreciate, to respect, to worship your ancestors? I really can summarize this quite easily by saying that you, as a person, are a conglomeration, a a final summary, well, final for you. If you have kids, it's not final. But of all the ancestors that have ever come before you, everything from your nose, your eyes, your voice, your body, general genetics, your your atomic makeup, every cell comes from them. Without that specific ancestor at that specific time, meaning that specific person, you would have never have existed. The chances of you existing today are zero. <laughs> like the fact that you're alive is a miracle in and of itself. But because those ancestors dating back thousands of years took the time to raise your great 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 grandma grandfather whatever it is took the time to raise that person for better for worse raised them nonetheless long enough to for them to have children pass on their genes got you to where you are now and the fact that you're experiencing life like i said no matter how good or bad your life currently is is because of them and the sacrifices that they have made to get you here and they have they did consider you uh, when it came to passing on their genes and and a lot of people think that their ancestors didn't care about them that maybe their ancestors wanted a quick fuck or whatever it is or they'll reduce it down love and you know mating and having babies down to like horniness and cooming which is an insult in and of itself but your ancestors they considered you and they cared about you and they wanted what was best for you. This is why man has always attempted and tried to make life better for the future generations. Now it's been reduced on a profit. How can we make more money? But back then it used to be about how can we make the light? How can we make life more comfortable, easier, more convenient, less dangerous, more safe for the following generations? Like I said, that has pretty much gone away for the most part. It's all about technology. Now it's all about profit. That has kind of you know, it's changed, but your ancestors did consider you and they did want a better life for you. And I think that is a very admirable trait that our ancestors had. If you look at how they used to raise children and, and what they used to do for their children, it's, it's shocking to look back on something you may have seen in your parents and maybe your grandparents. And it's only as of recently, did we really begin to separate from our family you know the nuclear family now is what your mom dad brother and sister well your your nuclear family back then was way larger than that back when we lived in closer communities and tribes your nuclear family that you lived with lived with probably in the same hut or same general vicinity was your brother your dad your uncle i mean your mom you know that but also your uncles your aunts your cousins your second cousins cousins by law cousins you know nieces nephews all that stuff like that And then it spreads out even further to that family being that of the tribe and then eventually, uh, you know, clan, tribe, nation. So everybody knew each other. 
to one extent or another. And I was reading this book the other day about um, the Celts and the clans and how when you would introduce yourself, you'd say, I am Forrest Munden, father of this and uh, from the clan of the boar, whatever it is. And you introduce yourself with your name and then your clan, who you came from, who you descended from. And that's how they kept track of not only who they were as a person, where they came from, um, but obviously what type of what clan they were and each clan had a uh, an honor attached to it a reputation of some sort maybe this clan was really good warriors the other was farmers the other made strong mothers or maybe that clan lived by the mountain or the river so they were known for this or that the point is is like where you came from once mattered and who you were part of what tribe or clan you were part of had significance and really as of recently we've kind of lost that and in this book, it talks about how when these clans would show up and the other clans, they would show up with banners, banners of the boar or banners of the bear or the wolf or the sparrow or the rabbit or the hen or the rooster. And you would have an identification. And it talked about how when you would show up without knowing who your clan was, you were kind of seen as a stranger. They asked, how are you just alone? What happened? Why aren't you a part of your tribe anymore? What happened? What did you do to get ostracized or banished from your from your clan and your reputation back then really did pursue you or uh, precede you if not yours your clans the point is it's like who you are and where you came from is wildly important and i think that everybody should take some time to consider the sacrifices and the power that our ancestors have really given us at least the option um, they gave us the potential to be a good honorable strong person and it's our choice to act upon that potential we can spend our lives being lazy fat degenerates or we can spend our lives living honorably living in truth and living in the light and making them ultimately proud now do i believe that our ancestors are looking down at us and watching us as we go through life judging us cheering us on maybe not even caring you know we have plenty of ancestors that just don't give a shit i'm sure do i think that they're actually watching us right now from above i don't know I really don't know. I would like to think so. I mean, really, to think about it, it probably gets a little creepy after a while. But nonetheless, I do think that there is a power or a spirit of your ancestors that is definitely cheering you on, um, motivating you, inspiring you, getting you through hard times. And when you venerate them, when you honor them, when you take the time to maybe build an altar or a space within your home, and um, it invites in that power. That power that's been around for thousands upon thousands of years, tapping into that, how is that not powerful? So maybe you can build an altar within your home, a space, um, leave a plate out for them. That's a really good form of ancestral veneration is by leaving a plate out for them and uh, make a meal for them, leave it out overnight, dump it out in the morning once that energy has kind of been consumed by that realm. Whatever it is, the point is, is that you should really really venerate and honor your ancestors. And a lot of people have a misconception about the ancestors. They believe that because they are just our ancestors, that they are somehow super wise beings. And um, they can, you know, they're like, they're like wizards. And, and I don't know, I just feel like we over fantasize about whatever ancestors were like. And to me, I just see my ancestors as like people. You have some good ancestors, you have some bad ancestors, you have some malevolent ancestors, some malevolent ancestors, you have heroic ancestors, you have some cowardice ancestors, but ancestors nonetheless. And um, that is, I think, to be respected. So, you know, it's, it's weird because as a human, you know, you really start to think about everybody who came before you. If, and if all of those people were to be lined up and you're at the very front of the line and you were to turn your shoulder, look back 180 degrees behind you and see them, 
behind you. That line would go on as far as the eye can see. And all of those people are essentially passing that torch on to you, hoping that you get them to a place to where your family is better, stronger, and uh, wealthier, more prosperous, but ultimately pushes the world in, a, in the right direction. But I always like to think of that analogy as me holding a torch, and I take that torch and I pass it on to my son. Now I am in the line. He passes that torch on to his son or daughter. That torch get pa gets passed on, and through a cosmological sense, this torch gets passed on instantly. And all of a sudden you're in the middle of the line. You can't see the front of it anymore. You are the ancestor, but you were always born the ancestor. The moment that you were born, you were someone's ancestor because that the human creation, the, the line is always moving forward, left, right, upwards, downwards, backwards. You are in a huge sense. You've already, you're already in that line. You already have ancestors in front of you. You already have ancestors behind you. You just have to make that, that come real come to fruition through taking action, finding the right lady or finding the right man and doing that. But people don't understand ancestral veneration anymore. And in fact, in a lot of ways, it has been kind of taken away from us to venerate your ancestors is, is uh, nonsensical, is unnecessary. It is uh, even, dare I say, cringe to a certain extent. When I talk about ancestral veneration, when I talk about my ancestors, people think of me as like a hippy dippy spiritual guy or something like that. Um, I, I, or or, or I don't know. I, I just don't see a lot of people appreciating their ancestors. And, and in a lot of the Abrahamic faiths, Christianity, Catholicism, Mormonism, I don't really see a veneration of the ancestors anymore. Maybe Catholics do it, but Christians, I don't see them. I don't see them venerating their ancestors. Mormons, I don't see them venerating their ancestors. Do Jewish people do that? Maybe. Islamic? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything about that, but in a lot of ways, it's like, I almost feel like modern society doesn't want you to venerate your ancestors, doesn't want to know where you came from. Because like I always say, if you don't know where you came from, you don't really know where you're going. And that's not to say that, because if you look backwards too, too much, you're blind. You can never see where you're going. But the point is, is like, like a compass, sometimes you have to shoot a back azimuth to see where you're going. Guys, I'll remember that if, you, if you've ever done land navigation, you have to shoot a back azimuth to see where you're going, see if you're on the right path, right? So in other words, sometimes in order to tell and see where you're going, you have to see where you came from. Who are you as a person? Who were your ancestors? Where did they come from? What did their land look like? What did their practices look like? Who were their folk? Who are your folk? What gods did they worship? How did they see the land? How did they interact with the land? Do they believe in hell? Do they believe in heaven? Do they believe in reincarnation? And the point is, is like once you start looking into your ancestors and what they did and what they thought, not totally and completely, but if you just paid attention to how your ancestors really have been for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 years, it gives you a good sense of who you are. And once you tap into that frequency that your ancestors are on currently, you kind of get this antenna, this sense, this tingly feeling in your gut. Ah, oh, okay. I'm doing the right thing right now. This will make them proud. And um, once you tap into that ancestral frequently, it's really hard. It's really, really hard to get off of the path. And if you are on the path, you're not off the path very long. And also, if you think of the ancestors as witnesses to your ascension or to your journey, it kind of holds you responsible. It makes you not want to slack off. It kind of gives you a sense of responsibility, right? So I think ancestral veneration and ancestorage, appreciating my folk more, right, where I came from, their ancient faith, 
has been amplified by me having a child. And all of a sudden, I always knew that I was a part of an ancestral lineage or cycle, but to see it develop in front of you into your own son or daughter, to see them grow up and to actually want the best for them, to see that develop right in front of you really makes you, it really puts things into perspective as to why uh, ancestral veneration is important. Because if you want the best for your son or daughter, what makes you think that your ancestors don't want the best for you? You you are their son or daughter in a lot of ways, if not totally and completely, right? Grand Grandson, great-grandson, great-great-great-great-great-grandson. The line goes back forever, guys. But only once I had a child and when I continue to have more, do I really realize how significant this is and how important it is. So it's just something to think about. I talk about the ancestors all the time, but I really think that I should clarify as to why it's important. But my land, my people, my folk, my ancestors are the utmost important to me. And I have a deep love and respect for them. And giving me uh, the body, the soul, and the mind that I have now. And sometimes I look in the mirror and I see myself as a combination of all of them. And I think that's really magical. I think that's really powerful. But anyways, guys, that is my thoughts on ancestral veneration. And um, something to think about, right? If you like this podcast, guys, don't forget to um, leave a like on Spotify, iTunes, and um, leave me a rating. Also, guys, I have my Patreon. I have... How many new patrons do I have? Uh, like four, five this week? I have Hades, Brandon, Saga, and Trivi. So thank you guys for joining the Patreon. And nonetheless, I will see you for the next episode. Have a good one.